Hey there, future fans! This week, we dive into the horror of social networking, we watch as dead women sing songs, and we give our Lyft driver all the stars. It's the week of July 20th, 2018, and this is episode 98 of Future Flicks with Billiam. Alright everyone, welcome to the show. We are well on the way to the road to 100. Two more episodes, two, and we're there. And you know what shocks me is that there's still only one entry for the giveaway. So I implore you, I implore you, enter the giveaway. I will go over how to enter at the end of the show in the question of the week segment. So let's get our housekeeping out of the way and we can get on with the show. So I am Billiam. You are listening to Future Flicks with Billiam. I am on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network along with Somewhat Nerdy Radio, the flagship show, and Nerds of the Squared Circle, the best wrestling podcast I've listened to. And trust me, I've listened to others. I've listened to tens of them. Yeah. And this one is still the best one. On this show, I go over any new movie news since the last episode. I go over any trailers that have dropped since the last episode. And I also go over every movie that's coming out during the week. I break them up into two segments. First, the limited release section, which are movies that aren't getting wide releases. In some cases, one theater in the country, sometimes just indie style theaters. And also aren't interesting enough to warrant looking for the other section is wide releases so that's every wide release even if i don't like it and interesting indies those are indies that i think are worth a shot and thus i want to talk about them a little more so for the limited section i just give you the title premise and who's in it maybe i might say a word or two i don't know in the wide release and interesting indie section i tell you all those things and then i give my thoughts on it And then I wrap it all up with a score that I call the Billiams Interest Level Score. So wide releases and interesting indies will get one of these. And go anywhere from a 0 to the terrible movies. To an 11 for those movies that turn it up that extra notch. You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website and Facebook page. Don't forget to visit us at www.somewhatnerdy.com. I have gone actually one week now without posting a blog, but recently I've been doing really well. I've been posting a blog a week, usually about books, but I'm going to throw in some about movies and other nerdy hobbies I have. So I'm just going to try and write more. You can get in contact with me a few ways. I have Twitter and Instagram at BilliamSWN. Email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. Leave a comment on the Facebook page. Leave a comment on the Somewhat Nerdy website. So that's the basics. That's everything you should know. And for all of my listeners each and every week, well, thank you for listening. And also, I'm sorry you have to listen to that all the time. But hey, at least I try to keep it short, right? There's that. I do believe there, there's that. 
Well, let's get out of the housekeeping and into the first segment, which, as always, is the news. Do you remember the Nicktoons Rugrats? Well, it's coming back to Nickelodeon. They ordered 26 episodes. But, but, Billiam, you may be asking, what does this have to do with movies? Well, a live-action Rugrats movie was ordered by Paramount Players. Paramount Players is a division of Paramount that focuses on, quote, contemporary properties while working with other Viacom brands. This company is working on a lot of Nickelodeon properties. There's a live-action Dora the Explorer set for August 2nd, 2019, an Are You Afraid of the Dark movie set for October 11th, 2019, and the live-action Rugrats film is set for November 13th, 2020. This story was reported by The Wrap. An interesting fact, Paramount Players is also working on films like a 48 Hours remake and a movie called I Sh You Not, Gay Kid and Fat Chick, and a Gucci Mane biopic. So yeah, top quality stuff there. Yeah, there we go. Slash Film is reporting that Warner Brothers is developing an animated film based on a Michael Morpurgo book called Toto. The doggone amazing story of the Wizard of Oz. This is a retelling of the Wizard of Oz told from Toto's perspective because why the fuck not? We have some Birds of Prey news thanks to the rap. We now know that Margot Robbie will be starring in the movie, of course playing Harley Quinn, but we now have other characters confirmed. That's Black Canary, Huntress, Cassandra Kane, and Renee Montoya. Cassandra Kane, not to be confused with Kate Kane, Kate Kane is Batwoman, while Cassandra Kane different spelling on Kane as well, is Batgirl. Renee Montoya is a detective with the GPD and was never an official member of Birds of Prey, though Oracle does call upon her to help at times. Birds of Prey does not have a set release date yet, nor do they have actors in mind for the characters I just mentioned, besides, of course, Margot Robbie. There's still no word if Barbara Gordon will be involved. She obviously won't be playing Batgirl, but she can still either play herself or Oracle. This will be directed by relative newcomer Kathy Yan, and the script will be penned by Christina Hodson, who was the writer for Shut In and Bumblebee, and will also be the writer of Batgirl. Batgirl, the movie that was supposed to have Kevin Smith attached to it, but nothing has come of that yet. Harrison Ford is in talks for a new movie. The man best known for his role in American Graffiti, right? Isn't that what he's known for? Is eyeing a role in a movie based on a Jack London book. This book, and thus movie, will be called Call of the Wild. The director attached to the film is Chris Sanders, who worked on The Crudes, and the script will be written by Michael Green, who worked on Logan. This film has a December 25th, 2019 release date. Those of us who were hoping for Bill and Ted 3 may be disappointed as the film seems to be stalled. In an interview with Yahoo Entertainment, Reeves said that the film was facing issues including, but not limited to, financing, rights, and deals. Dean Parasot is, or might be, the director for this film. He's known for movies like Galaxy Quest and Red 2. The original writers were back on board, so we'll see if this movie ever comes to fruition. And that was the last story that I noticed as always, if I if I miss something that you think I should have talked about, then let me know. But let's walk away from the news desk and go into our favorite place, the trailer trove. Avast, and welcome to the trailer trove. The first trailer this week looks pretty good. It's a it's a newish take on a zombie movie, this time starring Matt Smith and Natalie Dormer playing researchers 
who are, well, researching the new form of super rabies turning people into zombies. And Stanley Tucci, Stanley f***ing Tucci plays an evolved zombie who believes that they were made to cure the human plague. The release date for this film is currently unknown, though they claim it will be this year. And the trailer looks sick. Seriously, check it out. Stanley Tucci is an evil, smart zombie. Oh my god. Goosebumps 2 has a trailer, and it looks even worse than the first one did. Though, to be fair, I liked the first one. The trailer just didn't do it much justice, but the movie was a lot of fun. This one looks even worse, and what's more is that none of the original characters are in this. Dylan Minnette and Odea Rush weren't seen in the trailer, nor does IMDb have them listed. But here's the thing. Jack Black is reportedly supposed to be in this film, but he was nowhere to be seen in the trailer, and the Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween IMDb page doesn't have Black listed as an actor. So what's up? If you haven't seen the first one, it was cute. Do yourself a favor and watch it. It was fun and enjoyable. It's like a, a Halloween-themed version of the original Jumanji. This new one doesn't look good. Let's wait and see. It could be a case of a terrible trailer. This has an October 12th, 2018 release. Focused Features released a trailer for a film called Mary, Queen of Scots about, wait for it, Mary, Queen of Scots. This stars Saoirse Ronan as Mary Stewart and Margot Robbie as Queen Elizabeth I. Guy Pearce and David Tennant are other notable actors in this film, but it's really about the two women and it looks good. Do you like historical period dramas? Then this movie is for you. It looks really well acted. Like, really well acted. I really don't think Margot Robbie gets enough credit for being a, a great actress, and she really holds her own against Saoirse Ronan, so this is going to be fantastic. Check out the trailer. It has a December 7th, 2018 release. My friends, do you like indie horror? Then you must like to gamble. Don't Leave Home had a trailer, and this is the newest indie horror to look good in a trailer, but it could be bad, just like It Follows in the Babadook. So we'll see when it actually comes out, because It Follows in the Babadook had me stoked for the trailers, and when I saw it, I just thought it was The Babadook was really, really close to being good, but that ending ruined it and it was garbage it follows was almost good it was just a little too weird and a little too indie for me and indie in a forced way it, it didn't feel like it came across naturally this movie though it's way too early to tell it looks like it could be interesting it also looks like it tries a little too hard at times this film is about an artist from america who is brought to ireland to make a statue for an old priest while there she starts seeing things and she has the feeling that she's not safe this has no actual release date yet. In fact, according to IMDb, it should have come out on DVD already and hit the theaters already. But I never saw this hit the big screen, ever, and Amazon doesn't have the DVD, so we'll see what's up later this year. Christopher Robin has a new trailer, and I didn't really need one. I already can't wait for this film, and I'm going to love every minute of it, and I'm also going to cry a lot, I bet. I don't think it'll be sad, but it'll probably be some tearful moments. All this trailer did was make me want it even more. This film looks 
fantastic. If you're not convinced yet, then check out the newest trailer. And if that doesn't change your mind, then you are beyond help. This has an August 3rd, 2018 release date. Have you seen the trailer for Extinction yet? It's a Netflix original movie starring Michael Pena and Lizzie Chaplin. And it's about this guy who thinks he's going crazy because he has visions of the world ending. The problem is he's not crazy. He's seen the future. So when aliens attack, can his visions help his family survive? And can he do anything to help others? This will come out on Netflix July 27th. We have two more trailers in the trove, two more. We have a trailer for a film called A Simple Favor. This stars Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, and it's a crime mystery directed by Paul Feig, of all people. Yes, the guy who directed some of Melissa McCarthy's best movies. Him. This looks pretty good, and I'm excited to see Anna Kendrick in another dramatic role. She's really good in comedy, but she can do wonders with drama. This comes out September 14th. And finally in the trove, Bohemian Rhapsody's second trailer came out, and it looks even better. I, I truly think that this time we get more of Rami Malek singing, because the singing was really good, and it sounded a lot like Freddie Mercury, but there was just something a little... Uh, just a little off with it not bad off but just okay let's be honest if you have even moderately mediocre tastes in music you've listened to a lot of queen music tastes can differ i understand that but there are certain things that are always true and queen being fantastic is one of those so if you are not familiar with at least their first greatest hits album the f is wrong with you so you should be like me and should be able to tell when you watch the trailer that something is off. Not bad, I say it again, not bad, it's just different. And I'm thinking that difference is Remy Malik. The film looks really good, and it has a November 2nd, 2018 release date. And ladies and gentlemen, let's step out of the trailer trove and into our first break, which brings us a word from our friends at Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Stay tuned. <laughs> Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day -day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good, Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. All right, everyone, we are back. We're back with some movies. It is time for the limited release section of the show. Once again, these are movies that get li really limited releases and aren't interesting enough for me to talk more about. So once again, I'm going to give you the title, the premise, and the actors, and I will move on. First this week is a movie called Damascus Cover. A spy navigates the precarious terrain of love and survival during a compromised undercover mission in Syria. This stars Jonathan Rhys-Meyers from The Tudors, Olivia Thirlby from Dread, and John Hurt from Alien. Uh, this one looks like it could be good, L like it could be a sleeper action film, you know, like you're going to the dollar store because you need, I, I don't know, snacks for a movie or something. You're in the dollar store and you see, oh, they have Blu-rays or they have DVDs. 
was his movie Damascus cover. I'll spend a dollar on it. And you watch it. You're going, okay, that was, that was okay. This looks like that movie. And I must say, Don, doesn't Jonathan Reese Myers look like the love child of Ewan McGregor and Robert Pattinson? Look at a picture of him and then think of that. And I, I think I hit the nail on the head with the help of Anne. Next up in the limited section is a film called Pincushion. Iona was found abandoned in the forest by Lynn, a self-sufficient older lady who raises her as her own. When Iona enters high school, it's her first real experience with kids her own age, so she struggles but yearns to fit in. All the while, Lynn, an outcast in her own right, starts looking for friends after realizing that Iona won't be around forever. This stars Lily Newmark from Emerald City and Joanna Scanlon from Stardust. This could be a movie, another movie that's really good. Uh, but the trailer just felt a little too forced and contrived for me. It, it looks like it could have a really good story in there, but it, it kind of felt like they were hamming up the indie side of it, which never turns out well, unless you are a hipster douchebag. So maybe keep your eye out for that one. Maybe it could be good, but we'll see. Next up in the limited section is a film called Tifa in Trouble. Tifa goes to Poland to bring Anya to Pakistan to marry the son of a gangster, but he ends up getting into trouble with Anya's gangster father and the police. This film is from Pakistan, so if you want to look into a Pakistani action crime comedy, then this is for you. Next up, we have a film called Duck Duck Goose. A bachelor goose must form a bond with two lost ducklings as they journey south. Aww. This is an animated movie that features the voices of Jim Gaffigan, Zendaya, Lance Lim, Greg Proops, Reggie Watts, Carl Reiner, Stephen Fry, and Craig Ferguson. This is the shitty throwaway animated movie that all of these actors did, some of them just to make a buck, and some of them because they had time to kill before another project. This looks terrible. If you want to take your kids to see a movie, go see Hotel Transylvania 3 instead. This is garbage. Next up is a film called Generation Wealth. This is a documentary that investigates the pathologies that have created the richest society the world has ever seen. Alright, th this documentary maker said, I learned that no matter how much money people have, they always want more. Oh no sh**. Oh, did all your studies tell you that? Oh, what a crack shot journalist you must be, you dumb piece of sh**. My studies have shown that people want more money. Huh. Interesting. I would never have known. She goes on to say, I want to figure out why our obsession with wealth has grown. F***ing kidding me? Really? Has your bitch ass ever been poor? When you're really poor, you look at people with money and they go, wow, they can do all these things that I can't because I'm broke as fuck." And then once you have money, you want more because it gets you cool sh** and it makes you feel comfortable too and all this obvious stuff did you have to make a documentary about this you idiot you if you listen to the show for a while you know that politically i i am in the center i try not to comment about too much stuff because i don't want to alienate one side or the other no matter my feelings on the current president but i i feel really safe in saying that this is some far far left bullshit that's brewing right here this whole idea that rich people are just evil and, and it doesn't even look like they try and find rich people who aren't idiots. They just find the biggest ass they can and go, oh, look what money does. I'm so liberal. Everything offends me. No, but seriously, f this movie and f the woman who made it. Next up, we have a movie that looks a lot better and it still looks like sh the next movie is called Father of the Year. 
Two friends make a drunken bet on whose father would win in a fight. Ben's father, Wayne, finds out and takes the bet seriously and gets himself and his son in a lot of trouble. Wayne wants to make things right for his son but ends up making everything harder. This stars David Spade from Tommy Boy, Nat Faxon from Broken Lizards Club Dread, Dean Winters from John Wick, Kevin Nealon from Weeds, and Matt Shively from Paranormal Activity 4. And this movie looks like garbage, so much so that even though it's going to be free on Netflix this week, it didn't even make it past the cut. Still, I would rather watch a 24-hour marathon of this movie than the last one. Next up, we have a documentary called McQueen. This is a documentary about the life and work of fashion designer Alexander McQueen, who looks like the love child of Jim Gaffigan and Taryn Egerton. Uh, but like with most documentaries about artists and musicians, if this is someone you know, someone you like, or you just love art, then definitely watch this. If not, skip this altogether. And finally, in the limited section, we have a film called Occupation. A small group of survivors must band together after aliens attack their small Australian town. They must stay one step ahead of the aliens if they wish to strike back. This stars Tamora Morrison from Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, and Dan Ewing from Home and Away. Do you want to watch a super, super low-budget sci-fi thriller? Then this is for you. If that type of movie is your thing, then go ahead and watch this. More power to you. This is right up your alley. Well, that is it for the limited releases, and uh, I think I swore more in that little segment than I have the entire show this uh, this last grouping of episodes. But um, enough of that, shall we? Let, let's move on to our second break, where we hear a word from our friends at Nerds of the Squared Circle. Stay tuned. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me, Snarf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. And we're back with wide releases and interesting indies. Let's start with the latter with an interesting indie called Blind Spotting. This movie is about blind Scottish drug dealers. No, it's not. Blind Spotting is about Colin. He is on parole and is trying to stay on the straight and narrow. His friend Miles, a wannabe gangster, teeters on the edge of being an actual criminal. While he's trying to stay good, Colin witnesses a bad police shooting and realizes that things in his little corner of Oakland, California aren't fair, and that being young and black may be the worst thing going for him. This stars David Diggs from Wonder, Janina Gavankar from The League, and Wayne Knight from Jurassic Park. So David Diggs wrote this movie, and uh, I don't think he directed it, but he, he at least wrote it. And he wrote it to deal with or to talk about the living conditions in Oakland and also the gentrification of the area. And for me, gentrification is a tough topic just because I see both sides. I see that a lot of these areas are violent, are just not safe. They are not places you ever want to go. They are dirty. They are run down. 
So then people make them safer, bring nicer apartment complexes, stores, just make the whole place a lot nicer. So and also a lot safer. But guess what? Then the poor people who live there can't afford to live there anymore. And if it only affected the gang members, if it only affected those dangerous thugs, then that would be fine. Kick them out. I don't give a shit. But the problem is it doesn't just affect them. It affects the other unfortunate people who don't have a lot of money and these are the only places they can live. So it's not an easy issue. And that's what I think this movie is going to tackle really well. That Colin does live in a really dangerous area, but it's still his area. And he's seen the, the all this police violence that goes unchecked. And he's seen people being run out of their neighborhood because the cost of living there is is going sky high. And all the while, he's just trying to hold down a job so he doesn't go back to jail. And he has his asshole friend who's this ne'er-do-well who's obsessed with, like, thug life and all that shit who's going to get him in a lot of trouble and get him thrown back in jail. So I like David Diggs a lot. He made it famous in Hamilton. He was on The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. He was in, like I said, Wonder. He's on quite a few commercials recently, too. He, he's just a really good actor. He's very charming. He can sing like a motherfucker. But now we see him in something that he has done himself and with a message that's important to him. And I look forward to watching this. We're going to get to see the struggle of someone who lives in this bad neighborhood, in this bad area that isn't part of that life. I want to see this. I really do. But this is something you watch at home. This is something you catch on Redbox, on a streaming service. This is something that maybe one day you see it in a sales section and watch it. Blind Spotty gets a 7.5 out of 11. All right. Next up this week, we have a film called Unfriended Dark Web. A teen comes into possession of a new laptop and soon discovers that the previous owner is not only watching him, but will also do anything to get it back, including dragging him and his friends into a murderous game. This stars Betty Gabriel from Get Out, Rebecca Rittenhouse from Blood and Oil, Chelsea Alden from 13 Reasons Why, and Andrew Lees from The Pacific. I'll be honest, if you remember a couple weeks back when the trailer first dropped, I thought this looked like garbage. Um, I watched it a couple more times since, and I'm more willing now. I, I will watch this movie. I honestly think it's just a, a really bad trailer. But this movie has something really good going for it this week, is that it's the only horror coming out in theaters. Of course, maybe don't look at Occupation as a horror. Of course, that's probably a, a more of a sci-fi thriller. But this one is the only horror coming out this week. And if you are into that, if that is your bread and butter, then this is the movie for you. I think there are two better movies coming out this week, but this one, this one doesn't look bad. And I, I change my mind. I eat my words on what I said the first time. Of course, I could be wrong in changing my mind. It could be garbage or I could be right and it could just be okay. I don't think this is going to be wonderful. I think it's going to be an entertaining horror movie. Movies like this are made for fans of the genre. Some random ass person isn't going to go and decide, oh, maybe I'll watch this unfriended movie. Sure, why not? Okay, sure, that can happen. But really, the people who make these movies are banking on fans of horror seeing this. That way, when it doesn't break multi-million dollar records in the box office, they're not like, oh, well, we thought we got that one. What I think you should do with this one. What I think you should do if you're even remotely interested is wait, wait for it to come out on DVD, wait for it to come out on Blu-ray, wait for a, a bundle with the first one, wait to red box it, stream it, anything else. Check it out if you like horror, 
But other than that, if, if you're not a fan of the series, then just skip this 100%. Unfriended, Dark Web. It's a 7 out of 11. We have two movies left this week. That is two. Dos. Ni. De. Ar. I asked Anne what two in, in Welsh was, but she's not talking to me because I uh, it didn't actually occur to me to ask that question. She just said, I'm, I'm a terrible husband. Terrible. I'm just terrible. <laughs> and apparently I'm pretty. Well, let's move on to the next movie of the week. And all those different languages I said two in, I could do it again if I wanted to because this is a sequel. In fact, the next two movies are sequels. The next movie on the list is called Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Sophie is pregnant and returns home. While there, she learns more about her mother's past. This stars Amanda Seyfried, Meryl Streep, Dominic Cooper, Pierce Brosnan, Stellan Skarsgård, Colin Firth, Julie Walters, and Christine Baranski from the first one. Added to the cast this time around is Lily James from Baby Driver, Andy Garcia from Ocean's Eleven, and Cher. She's still alive. I, I was telling Anne earlier, I honest to God thought she was dead. Uh, just because she poofed, she disappeared. She has done one thing, I think, since 2010, and that was a voice on a television show. On a television show I've never heard of, she did a voice. Anyway, uh, this one's going to be easy to talk about. Did you like the first one? Then see this. Do you like ABBA? Then you probably saw the first one. So see this. Do you like musicals? Then you probably saw the first one. So see this. Long story short, if you saw the first one, see this one. If you haven't seen the first one, even if you love musicals and ABBA and didn't see the first one for some weird reason, still don't watch this until you watch the first one. The good news for you is that it's pretty easy to find. Netflix has it, and you can get it for $2.99 on like Google Play, Amazon Prime, YouTube, Voodoo, iTunes. Actually, iTunes is a dollar more because it's Apple, and they like to say, go f*** yourself. Do you see why I said this movie is going to be easy to talk about? Because you know if you're going to see it. It's so easy. It's so simple. I want to see this movie because I like ABBA. I love musicals. That's a no-brainer. But if you said no to any of those questions that I had asked earlier, then skip this. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Mamma Mia, here we go again. Gets an 8 out of 11. And with that, it's time for the pick of the week and uh maybe some of you should know what that pick is and Anne just said it and, and she waits until i stop recording to actually talk which i'm like really come on no i will not get over it that movie is called the equalizer 2 and did, does that roll off your tongue weird at all it, it just did for me which is why i i second guessed myself if it, if it was called the equalizer 2 or just equalizer 2 like the equalizer two sounds like you're like it sounds like I'm saying something wrong. Like I'm breaking some uh, uh, some basic rule in English that just makes things sound weird. I, I don't know. Anyway, Robert McCall is now a Lyft driver, and he doles out justice when he stumbles upon people needing help. One night, his friend is murdered, and he goes on the hunt for everyone involved. And I mean everyone. This stars Denzel Washington from The Equalizer. Go figure, right? Pedro Pascal from Kingsman, The Golden Circle, Bill Pullman from Lake Placid, Melissa Leo from Oblivion, and Jonathan Scarf. I, I believe that's a real name. S-C-A-R-F-E. So I'm just going to say Scarf. Jonathan Scarf from Van Helsing, the TV show. A lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, saw John Wick. If you like movies like that, if you liked John Wick, you have to see The Equalizer. 
it's the same basic thing. I'm not talking about the premise. I'm just talking about this like super badass guy who doesn't want anything to do with anyone who just wants to do his own thing because brought back into this world. And instead of someone killing his dog in this movie, or at least in the first one, he just sees people that need to help. And he's like, oh, I should help these people because I am a badass and I can. So in the first movie, Denzel Washington goes all ultra violence on a lot of people who need a big case of the deads. So he kills a lot of people who have it coming. Movie ends, yay, happily ever after. Until now, where we still find out that he beats the shit out of people who deserve it. If, you, if you've seen the trailer, then you'll know like that those group of guys in that penthouse that probably raped that girl and he just like ruins them. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Like he takes that guy's hand and has him do the, the Vulcan salute and then just breaks his hands by grabbing Oh, oh, it gives me chills thinking about it. But anyway, this movie is going to be more of the same. I, I think they're OK. I'm going to make a reference to a horror movie. I think that they're going to go by the rules set in the scream in the scream movies that you just that you just up it. So basically, this movie is going to be the first one. Just more. You're going to up the body count. It is just going to get crazier and it's going to be awesome. Denzel Washington seems to be the only one returning from the first one because, well, it seems like he's a Lyft driver now, so it doesn't look like he's working at that store anymore. And the girl he helped in the first one probably got the f out of town, which, you know, smart. So now I'm left with very little to say because I'm excited for this. But you should already know if you want to see this or not. Did you see the first one? Do you like these type of ultra violent action films of these revenge style action films? If you do, then this is up your alley and you should definitely see this and try to see it in theaters just because there's going to be action and explosions. Not as much as, say, a true action movie, but it will be there. It will benefit from the big screen. I saw the first one on a big screen and I'm really glad I did. It wasn't a typical action film like when we think back in the 80s and 90s with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, not those type of movies, but it was still enough that it benefited from the big screen treatment. And I think the same can be said for this one. If you like the first one, if you like these type of movies, then definitely check this out. The Equalizer 2 gets an 8 out of 11. And ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the movies this week. Let's go into our final break where we hear a word from our friends at the Watch Your Mouth podcast. And then we'll be back with the question of the week. So please stay tuned. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall -wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that a jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth Podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMpodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. All right, we are back with the question of the week. And if you remember, the question from last week was, which actor or actress did you immediately like? Someone that you, you saw them in their first movie, or not maybe their first movie, but the first movie you ever saw them in, you were like, yeah, this person. 
We only got one answer outside of, well, the house I'm in right now. And that came from good old frat Matt, who said Tom Cruise and cocktail. That's a good answer. Tom Cruise gets a lot of and some of it he's earned and some of it I don't think he's earned. But what I think that people should recognize that he is good. He plays a, a, top, a couple type of characters. He, he doesn't have a wide range, but he knows how to pick his roles really well. That's how he got nominated for an Oscar in Magnolia. That's how that silly movie American Made was quite entertaining. That's why Edge of Tomorrow was great. He, it, okay, that and Emily Blunt, because Emily Blunt is awesome. But he is great in what he does because he picks his roles really well so great answer there frat matt next up we have ann's answer and she says emily blunt because emily blunt is awesome the first time i saw her and i think the first time ann saw her was in the devil wears prada and she was great i mean her character was a huge bitch but she was great but edge of tomorrow salmon fishing in the yemen adjustment bureau a quiet place sicario into the woods she does really good work and finally as for my answer i I thought it would be matt damon because matt damon is one of my favorite actors but i had to go to another one of my favorite actors was ewan mcgregor because i had known matt damon was around for a while and it was really when i stepped back and re-looked at matt damon's movies and his career that i really became fond of him as an actor ewan mcgregor however i loved since i saw train spotting that movie terrified me and then he was an emma he couple did some small movies and tv shows and then he was in star wars episode one and he is still the best part of the prequel trilogy he made those if it wasn't for him they would be complete garbage like utter garbage i saw moulin rouge either this year or last year for the first time he was great in that black hawk down the island i love you philip morris the men who stare at goats it goes on and on but he is fantastic fantastic so it 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 would normally be time for another question of the week but this week i think i'm going to repeat the one from episode 95 which is the question you have to answer if you want to be entered in the giveaway so here we go with giveaway talk all answers and all entries have to be in by the 29th so far we only have one i would like to see more i'd like to get a little more a little more interaction with my listeners. Though, hey, if Frat Matt's going to be the only one, then I will gladly give him the give him the $50 Amazon gift card. But come on, Brian Q, at least make me flip a coin. At least make me flip a coin. And then you'd be solely responsible for the reason Frat Matt didn't get it. But um, no, I, I would like more people to respond. I, w- I would like to just get more interaction with all of you. Though I, I do feel blessed i feel really lucky just to at least have two people who continuously comment and remember someone nerdy radio and uh watch your mouth nerds of squared circle i i never said that you guys also couldn't enter so well it, it is fair sweetheart because because they don't share a wallet with me where where you do they don't use my wallet but we our money goes in the same account don't push me <laughs> okay but um anyone but ann can enter (laughs) and me i can't enter either so just us everyone else you can enter so please enter let me remind you of what that question was and that question was what would you do if you won the 50 dollars? what would you spend it on well 
I mean, it is an Amazon gift card, so I would hope you would spend it on Amazon. But what would you buy from Amazon? Uh, thank you, sweetheart, for suddenly speaking up. But <laughs> what kind of stuff would you get if you don't want to tell me? Maybe it's something personal. Maybe you're like, oh, yeah, enemas and cock rings. <laughs> um, if that's what you want to get, then lie to me. Go, hey, I'm going to get a movie and then tell me what movie. But tell me, what would you buy with the $50 Amazon gift card? Like I said, you have up until the 29th answer, and that is the way to get an entry. If you want a second entry, if you want a second entry, then please go onto iTunes and rate the podcast. I would personally love five stars, but if you don't think I've earned it, I'm not going to force you. I won't not give you another entry if you don't want to give me the five stars, but please, five. <laughs> I won't, I wouldn't do that. But, um, what I will do, you're getting me all confused. Okay. <laughs> but, um, be sure to comment. That's it. Be sure to comment when you rate the podcast, because I can only see who has commented. I cannot see who has rated it. So be sure to comment when you rate the podcast on iTunes, if you want that second entry. And also maybe tweet me, make sure I know who you are. If you have already rated the podcast, Thank you. Then thank you for that. But please answer the question of the week and then you automatically get two entries. So once again, to be entered into this contest, answer the question, what would you do with the $50 Amazon gift card? Tweet me, hit me up on Instagram, email me, all the ways I'm going to tell you in the closing housekeeping. And if you want a second one, please rate the podcast and comment. I hope I made that perfectly clear. If for some reason it's not, if I, if I made it confusing, hit me up and then I will, I will let you know how to do it. So this has been episode 98 of Future Flicks with Billion. We are almost to 100 and then we will be on the road to 200. So yay. Well, okay. 101 comes first, sweetheart, but then eventually 200 because I, I would like to keep going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website. That's somewhatnerdy.com. I'd really appreciate it if you take a few minutes out of your day to leave a rating. I would love five stars, please. And thank you. Or a like, if that's uh, what the podcast app you're using lets you do. Also, please share the podcast. That is how we grow. And then leave a comment. Tell me what I'm doing right. Tell me what you think I need to improve on. How do you reach me? How do you answer the question of the week? Great question. Leave a comment on the Someone Nerdy website or Facebook page. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. Hit me up on Twitter at BilliamSWN and Instagram at BilliamSWN. And email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. Be sure to check out the Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Squared Circle podcasts also on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network and the Watch Your Mouth Podcast, close personal friends of the show. Don't forget to check out the Somewhat Nerdy site for all of our latest blogs and all of my latest blogs and all the news we talk about. And finally, my dear friends, my dear, dear listeners, my future fans, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy signing off. I'll see you in the future.